passion for sport. This is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. And it's day 28 with Senegal playing Egypt in the final tomorrow. We speak to Taranga Lions star Sajo Mane on the show today. We'll be assessing Senegal's chances in the final. Also, we look at the performance of the local coaches at the 2021 AFCON as 15 local coaches and nine foreign coaches were at the tournament. Before we get on to that, the CAF Disciplinary Committee has suspended the Egypt coach Carlos Queiroz for two matches following his red card in Thursday's semi-final against Cameroon. So as expected, Queiroz will miss tomorrow's final, but as it's a two-match ban, he'll also miss the first leg of the World Cup playoffs, also against Senegal. And in other African football news, former CAF president Issa Hayatu's FIFA ban has been lifted by the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Hayatu was banned for one year last year on grounds of signing what was called an anti-competitive agreement with Lagardère Sports. Hayatu was alleged to have signed the $1 billion deal for the commercialization of CAF media and marketing rights without the approval of the CAF Executive Committee. And Hayatu is currently at the Africa Cup of Nations in his native Cameroon. So today we have the third place playoff match with Cameroon playing Burkina Faso. Game kicking off at 16 GMT. Uh, that's the match that no one wants to end up in. I'm joined by Ida Waringa, African football expert in Nairobi in Kenya. Your thoughts on the game, Ida? Well, Steve, the third place match has often attracted so much criticism over the years from players and coaches alike. I mean, it really, it really isn't a favorite for many. In Europe, for example, the likes of Alan Shearer, Louis van Gaal have criticized it heavily in the past, you know, saying that in the face of that heartbreaking, you can imagine, just really crushing semi-final loss, you know, that the last thing that the players need is to go out and play out another game. And let's be honest, in the name of added revenue, really, for the powers that be. But at the same time, let's not forget that practically and realistically that the third place matches are still a competitive international game. So it does add to the FIFA rankings of the team. And it also gives a chance for the players, you know, to add to their tally of goals. I'm looking at a case like the current edition and thinking of Cameroon's Vincent Abubakar, you know, who will definitely want to shot, you know, at extending his tally for the golden boot. And in line with this, then comes the entertainment factor. Steve, it's been proven that if we're basing it solely on goals alone, then third place matches have been known to be more entertaining because where finals are cagey, they're tense, and with few goals more often than not, the football is very free-flowing in the bronze medal matches and with more goals. In terms of prize money, well, unlike the World Cup, for example, there really isn't much difference between the losing semifinalists who do get $2.2 million each. In terms of this specific match, I do think that these two teams come into this off very different backs. You look at Burkina Faso, and of course, while they are disappointed, you know, they must be proud of getting to the semifinals. It frankly isn't something that many would have foreseen a couple of weeks ago, you know. 
But I would also imagine the disappointment would be more for Cameroon. Superior form throughout the tournament, you know, only to fall at the second last hurdle and at home on post-match penalties. So I think for that alone, they will want to win one last one at the 2021 Afghan Steve in front of their fans. Yes, so the game's at 16 GMT in Yaoundé at the Amadou Ahiju Stadium. And the final on tomorrow, Egypt facing Senegal. Can Senegal win their first ever Africa Cup of Nations title? Egypt have won it a record seven times, of course. Here's Sadio Mane speaking to Oluwashina Okaleji after the semi-final win over Burkina Faso on Wednesday. Yeah, well, I think all of us know that we are very close, but... Uh... Your coach is actually a man who could make history should this happen. How important do you want to win it for your country and for this man? I think he's the most prestigious coach I ever see in my life, but he never he never give up giving. He trusts himself, he trusts his group, and he do his job. We know all the haters outside, and today he's made his story, I think. Uh well, that's Sadio Mane. There are apologies for the poor sound quality as he was surrounded by reporters there after the match. Uh, he was praising coach Aliou Sise, saying he's the most criticised coach around. Uh, we also spoke to Taranga Lions goalkeeper Edward Mendy. He talked about the influence of Aliou Sise. Oh, I think it's a team spirit. It's a, it's a team effort. He's a, also a Senegalese like, like us. So when he speak, when he talk, uh, he know what he what he said, so it's a it's a big example for for us. We we have uh, one one more step, and uh, hope we we get the the trophy. So Edward Mendy praising coach Cisse will have more on local coaches later on. Um, so Ida, what's your feeling? Can Senegal become champions of Africa for the first time? I don't see why not, Steve. This is their second Afghan final in, you know, technically as many years. It's their third Afghan final overall. Steve, it would almost be a cruel joke if they didn't, no? Because, I mean, for an eighth title to go to Egypt, while Senegal have zero, would really, really show, you know, the inequitable nature, if you will, of football. But, hey, look, football at the end of the day is football. This final, of course, uh, centered around the two big Liverpool stars, uh, Salah and Mane. But Steve, I would like to look at another key figure, arguably the most popular national football coach in the continent currently, at least to me, Alusi saying. Now, his story is a heavy one, and I will say that he is a much stronger man than many would be in his position. I mean, he lost a penalty... In the 2002 final, that saw Nigeria beat Senegal for the title. Now, fast forward to 17 years later, and he got the Teranga Lions to the 2019 Afghan final, as many of us can remember, as coach, only to lose to Algeria. And here he is again. So this is it for me, Steve. This is the story. 
We shall see more on the big final tomorrow. This is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport. Show coming to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations online on radio and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv. In the blog section there, Russ Bravo has a blog called Spare a Thought for the Ref. How it's a thankless job being a referee and how we all need the courage and wisdom that referees should have. And as we near the end of the AFCON, just to let you know, we have a weekly show on African football called Planet Sport Football Africa, broadcast on radio stations around Africa and beyond. It's available every Friday online and on our app. And also there is, of course, another big football tournament on later this year, the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. We'll be bringing you special programs during the World Cup. So the final will pit a team with a foreign coach against a team with a local coach, Aliou Cisse for Senegal, and for Egypt, uh, Carlos Queiroz, their Portuguese coach, who, as we said, will be suspended for the match, but they do have a foreign coach in charge. Now, of the 24 teams at the tournament, 15 were local and 9 were foreign. That's a higher proportion of local coaches than usual. Uh, what do you make of that stat, Ida? Well, we have one in the final, Steve, Aliou Cisse. And for the second consecutive time, that definitely sends a message. And remember in 2019 that there were two local coaches in the final. And it was the first time since 1998, Steve, 21 years, that two locals were facing off in the final of the Afghan. The irony for me, at least, is that we speak of these things as a rarity, you know, but in reality, they shouldn't be because we are in Africa, the home of the Africa Cup of Nations. But yes, such gains, I'd like to think, are doing something to boost the confidence in local coaches. And uh, going back to what you mentioned, Steve, 15 out of 24 being local coaches currently is progress, well over 60%, you know. In Egypt 2019, for example, it was actually the opposite. It was 15 out of 24 who were foreign. The Nations Cup has only ever had one edition where all coaches were local. And for that, we have to go back to the 1965 edition in Tunisia, Steve, when all six participants had local coaches. After that, it wasn't until 2002 in Mali when uh, the African coaches were more, with nine Africans, seven foreign. But it would get worse, you know, before it got better, because at the 2015 edition in Equatorial Guinea, uh, this was when the Afghan was a 16-team tournament, Steve, only three of the coaches were local. But look, a lot has happened in the last couple of years, you know, to build the case for local coaches. I mean, we now have the likes of Pizzo Mosemane, who set so many records in the continent as a black African coach from sub-Saharan Africa. We have Nigerian and Dubuisi Egbo, you know, who became the first African coach to qualify a club for the UEFA Champions League, you know. Well, since the first Afghan in 1957, there have been 32 editions of the tournament. 15 have been won by African coaches. Now, most notably, there's Charles Kumfi Jamfi of Ghana and Hassan Shihata of Egypt. Now, they won the trophy three times each with uh, their respective countries. 
Steve, allow me to digress. On the other hand, you know, we have also seen very successful coaches, I will say, like Herb Renard from France, you know, who's won it twice with two different countries, you know, that being Zambia and Ivory Coast. And look, the dreamer in me would love to imagine a day where we can be able to say that an African coach has won the Euros, for example, with two different European countries, you know. I can only dream. But how does change come about? Well, on a practical note, uh, FIFA and CAF do need to continue, you know, with the coaches' development that they've been doing and getting to the grassroots as well. And I just quickly want to give uh, a story about Burkina Faso. Well, they might be out of the tournament, but their coach, Kamu Malo, would have probably been a policeman if he didn't get a chance to earn his coaching badges, though at that time he had to go all the way to Europe to do it, probably still the case. But, you know, that's what we're talking about, for things to get better. Now, development of coaches should continue within the continent. To bring that, of which we're speaking about, Steve, to within reach of Africans, and of course, there needs to, there needs to be more disruption, you know, coaches like Pizzo and so many others, to change the current mindset, because... Look, very rarely does change happen smoothly and willingly. Oftentimes, people need to see the marginalized doing it, you know, to believe that the marginalized can do it. Yeah, sure, the South African Pizzo Mossiman has done a lot for the profile of African coaches as coach of Al-Ahli, the Egyptian giants. Uh, thanks there to Ida Waringa in Nairobi in Kenya. And also of interest of the 24 coaches at this edition of the Africa Cup of Nations, Ethiopia went local again with Wubetu Abate. Uh, Cape Verde had a local coach in Bubista. Zimbabwe had Norman Mapeza. Guinea, a local coach as well with Kaba Jawara. Uh, Morocco had a high-profile foreign coach in the Bosnian Valid Hali Hodzic, one of the highest paid coaches in African football. We'll see if he keeps his job after the quarter-final exit. Uh, Ghana also went foreign with Milovan Rajovac, the Serbian, but parted ways after their group stage exit. The Comoros had Amir Abdu, a local coach who did very well at getting players uh, to commit themselves to play for Comoros. Uh, Gabon had a Frenchman Patrice Never. Uh, Nigeria went local with Augustin Aguavon. That's after Gurnet Raw was fired a few weeks before the tournament. Guinea-Bissau had Basiro Kande, a local coach who's been there for many years. Algeria with Jamel Belmadi, a local coach who won the AFCON in 2019 for the Desert Foxes. Uh, for Sierra Leone, John Caster in charge. And for Ivory Coast, they had the Frenchman Patrice Beaumel, who may well be fired. And it's possible that Colo Toure, who's been part of their coaching department since 2017, uh, might uh, come in as the next head coach of the elephants. So it looks as though overall this was a very good tournament for local coaches at the Africa Cup of Nations. Right, that's it for today. From me, Steve Vickers and Ida Waringa, the show's back tomorrow. We'll be looking ahead to the final Senegal facing Egypt and Cameroon Roars is a Passion for Sport production.